Well, hello, entrepreneurs. <laughs> it is the first like fallish day here. I just have to tell you, I am so happy in jeans and a flannel shirt. I am just like loving this change in season. And usually I have a bit of um, fear or just like, ugh, kind of feeling that winter is around the corner. But this year, I'm just really embracing the cooler weather and I'm excited about it. I'm excited about all that happens in the fall season and I'm super excited to put on some jeans. I just got some new jeans recently and I love them and they are incredibly comfortable, like the most comfortable jeans I've ever worn. So with it being a bit chilly today, I was really, really excited to put my jeans on and my flannel shirt. So it's a good day over here. How is your day going? Um... I am really excited to do this episode today. Today is a bonus episode. It is a Q&A and I decided to do this Q&A when I hit 30 episodes on this podcast and for me that felt super, super exciting that I hit this milestone of maintaining a podcast, of maintaining this goal, this commitment for 30 episodes and I'm really excited about that. And I think it's super important that when we are working on something, no matter what it is, that we celebrate our progress along the way. And this Q&A is really a celebration of where this podcast, the journey of this podcast, and that it's continuing and that I am committed to showing up every week. And I'm just really proud and pretty dang excited. And I am super thrilled that you're here along for the ride. I love it. I love that you're here and I love connecting with you. And so it was really, really fun to do this Q&A. Um, over the last few weeks, I've been collecting your questions, which have been fantastic, by the way. And today I'm going to answer them. I'm not going to answer all the questions that I received, but I'm going to answer quite a few of them. And um, I received a variety of questions and decided to just pull out the ones that felt the most relevant and the most useful for entrepreneurs who are starting, who are starting a business and who are growing a business. Like that, that feeling of like, am I there yet? Am I going to be able to get there? That's who I was thinking of um, when I pulled out these questions. So without further ado, let's begin with question number one. So here's the question. I want to start a business, but I am paralyzed by fear and self-doubt. How do you deal with doubt and fear? First of all, I feel you. Fear and self-doubt are just part of the, the journey. They're part of the journey. And here's what I will offer you. If this is you, if this resonates, the fear and the doubt is very present as you are focusing on your business, I want you to feel it. I want you to allow the fear and the self-doubt. I want you to notice where it is in your body, like notice the sensation in your body. So when you sit down to do work, when you sit down to share on social media, when you sit down to do a podcast or write a blog post, wherever it is that that fear and that self-doubt comes in, notice the sensation in your body. Is it in your throat? Is it in your heart, your belly? Is it a tight feeling, a hot feeling? Just begin to familiarize yourself with the sensation. Even notice if it has a color or a texture. Just be with this emotion. Allow it to be there. 
Now, here is something that I heard from another coach that I thought was a pretty brilliant way to think about emotion and your body. And that is that our body is like a playground. And when, if we think about it this way, then we can allow ourselves to let any emotion come to play. So you can say, my body is a playground and I'm willing to let any emotion come and play. The emotion that comes to play is not a threat. You don't have to kick it out. You don't have to blow your whistle. Whistle. It can just be here as part of the experience of growing your business. Nothing has gone wrong if you are feeling fear and self-doubt. Nothing has gone wrong. You are simply human working on a challenge, working on a goal. You're just a human being having a very human experience. Fear and self-doubt are part of the journey. And when you think about my body is a playground and I'm willing to let any emotion come and play, you can just allow yourself to relax into nothing has gone wrong. It's all okay. That emotion of fear and self-doubt can come in and it will go out when it's ready. Now, here's what I want you to really remember if this feels like you right now. Fear means nothing. Fear and self-doubt mean nothing about being able to achieve your goal. The fear, the doubt just means you are afraid. That is it. It doesn't mean that you can't do it, that you won't do it, that you shouldn't do it, that you'll never do it. It doesn't mean any of that. The fear and the doubt just mean you are afraid. That's it. And that is okay. So allow the feelings, be with them and let it be okay. All right. Next question. How do you stay committed when you are not hitting your goal? I love this question so much because how true is that? How do you stay committed when you are not hitting your goal? If you have trouble staying committed to the goal, even when you're not hitting, even when you're not hitting it, that means you have an idea of when and how your goal should be coming along. So what I'm saying there is that you're more focused on the when and how of the goal and when it should be happening, when it should be coming to fruition and how it should be taking place. You're very focused on that and that is making your commitment a bit shaky. So when you are focused on the when and the how of your goal, this will affect your getting done energy, that part of you that's like committed and excited and sits down and does the work. And what will happen is when you're focused on the when and how of your goal, you will begin to sink into struggle when you feel like you're not making progress or you're not making progress fast enough. So one of the most powerful things you can do is to let go of the when and the how. And instead, just get back to being committed to your goal, committed no matter what and no matter when. And another big part of this is to have fun working towards your goal. Have fun. Focus. This is where, this is a really big thing here. I want you to focus on becoming the person who has the result now. You are not the person who has reached the goal yet, right? So I want you to focus on becoming the person who has reached the result, who has the result now. So to stay committed, focus on becoming that person and consider what would that person who has the result now, what would they do in my situation? What would they think? How would they act? 
And I want you to think about how that would affect your level of commitment. If you were to step into that person who has, who ha- you step into the person who has, who has reached the result, if I can get it out, who has reached the result and what they think and what they have done, how that would affect your level of commitment. And I also want you to think about how your energy is affected when you lack commitment. Now let's think about like, if you're feeling like, how do you stay committed when you aren't hitting your goal? There is a lack of commitment taking place. How is that affecting your current work? How is that affecting your clients and customers? How is that affecting the the way in which you're showing up and communicating with people, marketing, making offers? How is that affecting how you believe about yourself, what you think about yourself? And I want you to think, what energy is the most valuable to the people I sell to? So if you are, if your commitment is wavering because you're not hitting your goal, be aware how that's affecting the people, the customers, the clients, your business, and think about what energy is the most valuable to the people I sell to. Is it the energy of lack? Is it the energy of I don't believe in myself? Or is it something else? For whomever it is that you want to attract, what energy are they looking for that they don't have in their life right now? And commit to showing up with that energy. And I'm going to guess that these people, whoever it is that you are selling to, they are already surrounded by lack. They are already surrounded by people who are saying, no, I don't think you can. It's not possible. Instead of being another voice like that, another energetic field like that, show up as the person that's committed and that believes no matter what and commit to showing up and giving value. Let go of the when and the how in terms of your goal and instead commit, show up, give value, focus on having fun, let go of the when and the how. Okay, next question. What's your one hot tip for moving out of scarcity? This is another really good question. So to move out of scarcity is really just kind of a pretty powerful way, simple way to kind of do that. And that is to sell yourself on abundance, which means that you have the ability to create abundance in your life. Like it's within your capacity right now, no matter what knowledge, skills, experience you have, you have the ability to create abundance in your life. And abundance gets to be um, defined however you want to define it. So that might be money, that might be opportunity, that might be relationship, that might be love, that might be location, freedom, whatever it is. You have the ability to create that abundance in your life. To create that abundance in your life, you need to be willing to feel anything. You need to be willing to feel the fear and self-doubt like we talked about earlier. You need to be 100% committed to your goal. You need to be willing to commit even when you can't see the result yet. You need to be disciplined to show up and do the work. When you focus on the abundance that you're creating, that um, there will be a shift in scarcity. And a part of this is finding a deeper why behind making a certain amount of money. So sometimes abundance, a lot of times means for us, it's money. And a lot of times our goal is around money. But to move out of scarcity, 
we often need to find a deeper why. Find a why that has to do with the impact that you want to make. Do you want to make money? Absolutely, right? That is still part of the goal. But what else is driving you? Focus on that. Another part of this is to, when we're experiencing scarcity, we're often looking to our past to inform our present. To We look to our past to let, like, to get information about what we should do now, how we should make decisions. And if you're experiencing scarcity, looking to your past is not going to help you. So instead, I want you to look to your future. Define yourself by your future, not by your past. So look forward. Look at the person who um, is like that person who has the result. What are they doing? What are they thinking? What are they feeling? Become that future self. Define yourself by your future, not by your past. And trust yourself. Know that you can do this. All right. Another wonderful question. Making money in my business is taking a long time. How do you remain patient? Oh, raise your hand if this is you. Yes, this is like such a real thing for for many people. So I'm going to walk you through this and I want you to just notice what comes up for you as, as I share. So the trick to being patient is not to be emotionally attached to the goal. Oh, right? This is a big one. The trick to being patient is to not be emotionally attached to the goal, meaning to not give the goal power to make you feel successful or unsuccessful. Now this comes from a lot of times if we feel like we have not hit that financial goal, we're not making the money we want to be making, our worthiness takes a hit because oftentimes what I see is that we connect our financial um, whatever we're making to our worthiness. And when we are not making what we want to be making or what we need to be making, we feel less than. And then we, we determine that we're unsuccessful or unworthy. But the trick to kind of getting out of that cycle and the trick to being patient is to unattach yourself from the goal and to give, not let that goal have power over whether you are successful or unsuccessful. The goal instead is something that you choose to pursue for your own growth. When you give the goal power to make you feel good or bad, when you give it power to make you feel more or less of a human being, when you give the goal power to see yourself as a success or as a failure, then you are attached to the goal. And when you are attached to the goal, that's when you get graspy and like, oh no, 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 I've got to, I've got to do all these things. And you get impatient and you're like, when is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? So impatience is a symptom of thinking that reaching the goal is going to make you more successful or it's going to make you a better person. It's like you are holding the goal hostage so that it can give you something. That is what creates impatience. So if you can see that your mind is doing that, if you can see that your mind is attaching to the goal, then I want you to give yourself the validation that you are already successful. Detach yourself from the goal and remind yourself, I am already successful. I am already amazing at what I do. I don't need this goal to validate me because I validate myself through my thoughts And this goal that I'm pursuing, I'm choosing to pursue it for my growth. 
because it's exciting, because it's, it's going to help me become the next version of myself. That is how you embrace patience. That is how you keep going. Okay. Another question. Are you ready? I am having trouble believing that I can be a successful business owner. I feel like I need evidence first before I can believe this, but I don't have any. So this is true for many people who have been working for somebody else and decide that they want to become a business owner. They want to become an entrepreneur. They want to step out and do their own thing. It's like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know that I have what it takes, right? That comes up a lot. And believing in yourself that you can create value and make money and make an impact, it can feel like the biggest risk in the world. But here's the thing. I want you to be curious where, where you are already believing in your life, where you're already believing without any evidence. So when you step into entrepreneurship, when you step into opening, owning your business, you are stepping into belief without having evidence that you can draw an audience in, that you can sell, that you can make money, right? You're just stepping into belief. So where else have you done that in your life without having any evidence? I guarantee you there are tons of places in your life where you are already just believing without any evidence. This can be like, how do you know that somebody loves you? How do you know that you're going to be alive tomorrow? How do you know something is going to work out or is not going to work out? We carry a lot of assumptions, but we don't know for sure, right? We just believe because that's the, the most comfortable thing to do, the most reassuring thing to do because that's what help us, helps us get through our days is we believe I'm going to be alive tomorrow. So I'm going to do the things that are on my list today because I know I'm going to be alive tomorrow. We don't have evidence that that's going to happen, but we just believe it. So I want you to remember that your brain will create evidence for whatever you believe. Whatever you believe, whether you believe you are a successful business owner or you are an unsuccessful business owner, your brain will find a story that makes that belief true in our minds. Our brains will just create the evidence. It will look for evidence in our lives to support that belief. Now, this is true just in our, our, on the news. If you think about like the news on different channels, like you could take the same event and you could watch it on CNN or you could watch it on Fox and you will hear two very different stories because each of each of those channels have two different beliefs. Okay. So your evidence will follow the direction of your thoughts. So whatever you decide, I'm a successful business owner. I'm an unsuccessful business owner, you will find evidence to support either of those. So you get to, to, to decide, you get to choose to believe in you. You get to choose and decide to believe you are a successful business owner or not. So what you decide is what you will see and what you will experience. It all begins with your thoughts and it and you will compile the evidence to, su to support the belief as you go along. So notice where you already are believing things in your life without having evidence and bring that same level of energy and commitment and belief to your business. 
All right. Aren't these questions so good? Okay, so we have one more question. And this question is, how do you know and how do you visualize that clients or customers are within your orbit? I love this question because a lot of times we will, let's say, post on social media and it feels like crickets. Like we, we put all of our heart and love into a post and you post it and then nothing. Or maybe you get one or two likes, uh, maybe one comment, or there might not be anything. And so you go, how do I believe that people are listening to me, that I'm I'm out there and I'm I'm making a difference? Or how do I know I'm reaching people? How do I connect with people and, and how do I sell to people online? So that's where um, I think this question is coming from. So here's the thing is you think you know who's in your orbit, like who's in your network, who's in your world. You think you know who's following you, but there is more to the picture than you can see. And I want you to just take my word for it that your orbit is 10 times bigger than you think it is. 10 times bigger than you think it is. There's this visible orbit that you can see with your naked eye, right? If you were to just like open up your Instagram and see all the followers or same with Facebook, you can see that with your naked eye. And then there's the invisible orbit orbit of all the people who are following you and all the people who randomly know you and are connected to you. There is this like complex web that is partly visible, partly invisible, this complex web, this orbit that you are in the middle of. So if you have two comments on a post, assume there are, there were 20 people who wanted to comment, but didn't. If you know there are three people who are interested in your offer, assume there are 30 people who are interested in your offer, but just aren't expressing it to you. It takes people time to decide to make their intentions known and to act on them. So you have to just get into the habit of believing, believing on purpose and noticing how it's true that there's more that you can see, more to the orbit that you can see. Now, if you are skeptical about it at all, you won't notice how big your orbit is. You won't notice how wide that that web expands. You'll look at all the ways that's not true. But your network, the reality is your network is a lot bigger than you think it is. So you get to decide that and work with that and take comfort in that. You just have to open your mind to the possibility that your invisible network is 10 times bigger than your visible network. Believe that, post, share, Put yourself out there, interact online, knowing this and see what changes for you. Okay, gosh, it was so fun getting your questions and doing this q and I am really hopeful that it was helpful. I hope you enjoyed just getting um, just some, some insight into these questions that we all have, right? As entrepreneurs, we're all kind of having the same swirl of thoughts in your mind. So I hope that this was helpful and I absolutely loved getting your questions. So please continue to send them to me. You can just send them to me at amanda at soulcareclub.com. And I'm definitely going to do another Q&A. So keep the questions coming. I will just save them and we'll do another Q&A very, very soon. 
Now, in the meantime, if you are ready to grow your business, you are ready to make some money, I would love to help you, okay? Like, this would just be such an an honor. In my one-on-one coaching program, I will help you develop the mindset and the skill set that creates money. So as we went through the q and I'm think I'm hoping that you were able to hear that it's not just actions that you take to grow your business or to create money. It's a lot about how you're thinking about it and how you're showing up. It is a lot about mindset. So in my coaching program, I will help you develop the mindset as well as the skill set that's really going to help you grow your business. That's going to help you take it to the next level. So if you are interested in one-on-one coaching with me, just need to go to www.soulcareclub.com forward slash coaching and schedule a consultation. And when we meet um, for the consultation, which is online through Zoom, we will talk about where you are now with your business, where you want to be, and how you can get there. It's a lot of fun. I love having these conversations and I would love to talk with you. Thank you so much for uh, joining me today and I hope you have a wonderful day. We'll see you next time. Hey, if you're ready to cultivate the mindset and skills needed to live life on your own terms and make a meaningful impact at the same time, then I want you to sign up for a consultation call where we will explore what you want and what's stopping you. We'll also talk about how working with me can quantum leap your results and your life. All you need to do is head over to soulcareclub.com forward slash schedule to book your free call. I look forward to talking with you soon.